in a moment. We'll be in Isaiah chapter 38. I'll refer to the first five verses. I'll read with you verses 18, 19, and 20. Then we'll take a left turn to Psalm 71, where we will spend the rest of the time this morning. I'm so grateful that Jesus is alive, such that when I had, I don't know what I've done to this shoulder. I don't know what I've done, but does anyone relate to shoulder pain? It, it, it's, it's really painful. And, and I thought I could sleep in our bed, and I could not find a, a, a position that was pain-free. And I knew I was probably awakening Marianne, so I went to the, to the couch at about 12.50, and at 1.30, I thought to myself, God, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to sleep tonight. Please help me. Isn't it wonderful that when, when you cry out, no matter what time, he's alive, and he listens, and God takes care of us. Praise the Lord for him. This morning, I have... The, the rare opportunity to enjoy a double dose of our music ministry. But you don't have to attend both morning services to know how blessed we are by such talent and such commitment. And I echo what Chris Cunningham said to those of you who are here for the first time or who are joining by way of Facebook Live for the first time, thank you so much for being with us today and joining us as we worship the Lord together. I certainly do encourage you to come back next Sunday when our pastor will be here. You'll be blessed to hear him. And in the meantime, you can go to our website and listen to some of the archive messages of our pastor. He is enjoying time with his daughter, son-in-law, and grandchildren. Maybe one day I'll have that. Marianne and I just have a grand dog, and there's no need for us to go take care of the grand dog. But we do like the grand dog. God is good. Unrelenting pain once again ended the fitful sleep of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Just months earlier, the world had hailed him. Hezekiah, the invincible. Mighty Assyria had invaded little Judah, but an angel of the Lord slaughtered the pagans at Jerusalem, 185,000 seasoned soldiers. Now the world pitied Hezekiah bedridden, sick to the point of death. Fear of the unknown eventually accompanied the pain, becoming the greater tormentor. Will I recover? If not, how long will I linger? What will my last days be like? Can I bear the suffering? An attendant interrupted those torturous thoughts. My Lord the King, 
Isaiah, the prophet, is here. He waits to speak with you. Hezekiah's spirits immediately soared. His trusted friend, an unexpected visit. Maybe the man of God has a word from the Lord for me. Indeed, Isaiah did, but he did not stay long, delivering one devastating statement. Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. The worst for Hezekiah had come. A death sentence, literally. Reality did not take long to soak in. Being the king no longer mattered. Acting as an adult or taking it like a man was not a thought. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall, away from Isaiah, the bearer of bad news, and prayed to the Lord and said, verse 3, Please, O Lord, remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. The word of the Lord came to Isaiah again before the prophet could leave the palace complex, stopping him in his tracks. Verse 5, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. 15 more years. How would Hezekiah spend that time? His intention was to praise God. The proof being a document that he wrote shortly after God healed him, quoted verbatim in Isaiah chapter 38, verses 10 through 20. I'll just read a portion, verse 18, part of verse 19, and verse 20. For Sheol, I'm interjecting here, that's Hebrew, best rendered the grave, a pit where all people go. For Sheol does not thank you. Death does not praise you. Those who go down to the pit do not hope. For your faithfulness. The living, the living, he thanks you as I do this day. Verse 20, the Lord will save me and we will play my music on stringed instruments all the days of our lives at the house of the Lord. Unfortunately, y'all, what should have been did not happen. The proof being three biblical books, 2 Kings chapter 20, 2 Chronicles chapter 32, and Isaiah chapter 39. Listen as I read just one verse from one of those books, 
2 Chronicles chapter 32 and verse 25. But Hezekiah did not make return according to the benefit done to him, that benefit being the Lord's healing. For his heart was proud, therefore wrath came upon him and Judah and Jerusalem. Hezekiah had resolved in that document that he wrote. Notice chapter 38 of Isaiah, the second half of verse 19. The father, lowercase f, the father makes known to the children your faithfulness. Three years later, God blessed Hezekiah with an opportunity to follow through, to keep his resolution that the Father makes known to the children your faithfulness. Manasseh, firstborn son. Manasseh, that Hebrew name literally means making to forget. Wow, great testimony, right? By naming that first son, Hezekiah was thanking God, you've made me forget that disease that I thought was fatal. You've made me forget almost dying. And I ask you, church, why did that baby boy become the most wicked king that ever ruled Judah? In part, blame dad. Blame Hezekiah. His failure to testify. Oh, it gets worse. According to Jewish tradition and Christian tradition, specifically Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 37, this son of Hezekiah, Manasseh, ordered the execution of Isaiah, sawed in half with a sword. Why do you want to live longer? Most people do. Most people do. Oh, there are exceptions. I remember when I was a pastor in Birmingham doing what pastors do, going to visit the church. I remember Miss Gober, she at that time was 96. She'd already outlived her husband. She had already buried one of her children. And when I would go see her, she would ask me point blank, preacher, why am I still here? Why? I, I, I want to I be with Jesus. Why am I still here? Preacher didn't have a lot of answers other than God knows what he's doing. You still have a reason to be here. Most people want to live longer. I do. I do. 12 days, God willing, I'll be 56. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
with all the aches and pains that I have, that's an accomplishment to me. I do want to live longer. Why do you want to live longer? This morning, I want you to ponder the intentions of a psalmist. I now turn to Psalm 71, and I want you to notice his motive. This is where we'll be the rest of the time, Psalm 71. Psalm 71, verse 14. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day. For their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. O oh God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Your righteousness, O oh God, reaches to the High heavens, you who have done great things, O oh God, who is like you? You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. We don't know his name, but we know his heart. His, his testimony recorded here is a mixture of prayer and praise. His praises outnumber his prayers. Not a surprise. As we learn more about who he is. You know, the longer you live, and that is a blessing to live longer, the more you have to praise God for. I'm not saying that you don't have less to pray about. You just accumulate more as you reflect back, and therefore, you have so much more to praise him for. And we see that with this psalmist and his testimony. The psalm begins with prayer. Verse 1, in you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge to which I may continually come. Verse 3 concludes with praise. You have given the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Verse 4 is prayer. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel man. Verse 5 returns to praise. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from before my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have been as a portent to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise. 
and with your glory all the day. Verse 9 becomes prayer again. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent, for my enemies speak concerning me. Those who watch for my life consult together and say, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste to help me. May my accusers be put to shame and consumed. With scorn and disgrace may they be covered who seek my hurt. Verse 14 returns to praise. But I will hope continually, and I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. Oh God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. Verse 18 begins with prayer. So even to old age and gray hairs, oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. And then in verse 19, through the rest of this psalm, it's back to praise. Your righteousness, O God, reaches the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You have, who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. You will increase my greatness and comfort me again. I will also praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre. Listen to how verse 22 concludes. O Holy One of Israel. Have you been with our pastor through this Isaiah study? Then you know that this is that distinctive way that the prophet Isaiah especially not the only one, obviously, but the prophet Isaiah especially addresses the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel. Verse 23, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul also, which you have redeemed, and my tongue will talk of your righteousness help all the day long. For they've been put to shame and disappointed who sought to do me hurt. I... I marvel at these amazing words. You know, unlike Hezekiah, this psalmist was a senior adult. The proof is in what he has written. Notice verse 5, how it concludes, from my youth. Notice verse Six, how it begins, from before my birth, you are he who took me from my mother's womb. Verse 9, do not cast me off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent. Notice how verse 17 begins, O God, from my youth. And then Verse 18, notice how it begins. So even to old age and gray hairs. 
Unlike Hezekiah, this psalmist throughout his life praised God continually. Notice what he wrote, the end of verse 6. My praise is what? Continually of you. And in verse 8, and in verse 15, and in verse 24, I want you to notice the expression, all day, all the day. Verse 8, my mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Verse 15, my mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day. And verse 24, and my tongue will talk of your righteous help all the day long. And then notice what he wrote in verse 14. But I will hope continually, and I will praise you yet more and more. Y'all, that is why I refer to Psalmist 71. We don't know his name. So the best I can do is call him Psalmist 71. I refer to Psalmist 71, listen, I refer to him as a praise warrior. Now we know the expression prayer warriors because this church has its wonderful share of prayer warriors. I refer to Psalmist 71 as a praise warrior. Thanks be to God for prayer warriors. Thanks be to God for them. My sweet mom, you, you all never had the opportunity to meet her. She's been with Jesus since 2010. Oh, I miss her still, but I'm not wanting her back because she's having the time of her life in, 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 in the presence of the Lord Jesus. But I, my, my wife and I did, did talk, who's going to pray for us now? <laughs> because mom was constantly praying for us. And, and, and you, know, you know when there was such a thing as you had to pay for long distance? Uh, you know, the, the youth don't have a clue about that. So you had to wait till, uh, you know, the ungodly times to call people, and then they knew how much you really valued them. Oh, you're calling me at nine. Okay. I'm not that important. Oh, you're calling me on the weekend. I'm not worth you calling me at two in the afternoon. Right, because it's more expensive. And, and you know what? When, whenever I would talk to mom, Part of the conversation would be, Ivan, I want to pray for you. And I'm, and, and I'm thinking, Mom, this is costing me. I'm paying, I'm paying MCI for this prayer. And, I'm, and, you know, that was immaturity on my part. Oh, I wish I could have that prayer of Mom again to hear her pray for me. You all know what it's like to have somebody pray over you, to lift you regularly to the throne. You might be that person. Thanks be to God for prayer warriors. Here we have a praise warrior. Why? Well, his, his reason to live longer. You know why he wanted to live longer? To praise God more. How long? According to verse 18, until I declare your strength to the next generation, your power to all who are to come. Praise warrior. You know what praise does? 
It makes God known. Which, if you think about, is the essence of evangelism. I don't know if I'm speaking to anybody here who thinks, I'm, I'm not a... I, I'm not a good at evangelism. I, I, I'm very uncomfortable with, with sharing my faith. Can't you praise him? If you can, you're making him known. So in a way, praise is a way to witness. And it's more doable. Why? Because a lot of times you don't have time to share your whole testimony. You don't have time to walk somebody through the, the gospel presentation. But you can, in every kind of conversation, no matter how mundane, to at that appropriate time interject something about Jesus and how good Jesus is to you. You can't. You can say, isn't this a beautiful day? Isn't, isn't the Lord God wonderful? Jesus has made this day possible. You've just, you've just made him known. You've just witnessed about him. And what you have done, as you're just talking about the weather, you have transformed a mundane conversation into the possibility of spiritual contemplation. Even if you haven't memorized all of the verses of Scripture, even if you don't know the, the, the four spiritual laws, you can witness because you can praise. And you've got a lot to praise God about. So, this psalmist, in his testimony, you know what he's insisting? I will not retire. <laughs> <laughs> I want more to do. I don't want to die. Not yet. Because I've got to praise you enough so that the next generation knows about you. Don't let me go yet. Not yet. So going back to the question that I posed to you. Why do you want to live? Why do you want to live longer? Quoting Steve Harvey, who is the, the host of Family Feud. Survey says, earn a college degree, occupy the corner office, get married, have children, own a house, celebrate the children's accomplishments, retirement, enjoy the grandchildren, travel the world. Does glorifying God make your list? It did for this psalmist. That should be on everybody's list, whether you call it a bucket list or not. Glorifying God. And that's something you don't check off and say, yep, did it, did it four weeks ago, I'm done with it. Oh, no. Contemporary Christian singer, songwriter, and speaker, Sean Groves, lamented. We live in a Jabez culture. Now, you have to go back to a book that was written a number of years ago, which brought attention to an obscure prayer found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. That book became a bestseller and led to a 
craze within Christianity, as Dr. Greg would say, lots of coffee mugs, plaques on the wall, maybe even a bumper sticker or t-shirt, that unintentionally, I am not impugning the author, that unintentionally encouraged more Christians to be more self-centered. Sean Grove, I'm quoting, continues, we have this Christian mentality of God, just bless me. I will buy it. I will consume it if it will benefit me. And Sean Groves concludes, I quote, when I get to the end of my life, judgment time, and every act of my life is laid out as a brick in the wall, and God lights that wall with the fire of his judgment. All the awards and accolades will be burned up. But the time I spend with young people, the time I spend on stage challenging Christians to be intentional, to worship God, not just with a song, but with their lives, those are going to be the things that will last. And Sean Groves says, they will be the jewels that I will be able to lay at his feet. I conclude with the words of Jim Elliot, martyred at age 28. Words from his famous journal, Jim Elliot wrote about a year before he would be slain. When it comes time to die, make sure that all you have to do is die. Let's pray. Father, we're thankful for the heart of a godly man who, because he was faithful day after day, which became week after week, which then became month after month, which became year after year, he lived a good life. He was a righteous man. And though we don't know his name, he would say that's not important. We do know his God that he revealed in these words recorded for us in Scripture. And though we may not have the musical skills to compose such lyrics, we can, like him, open our mouth and speak truth. We can, whether we have perfect photographic memory or just short-term memory, we have enough material to declare your goodness to all, whether they're willing to listen or not, to praise you because you're worthy. Thank you so much, O oh God, for the breath that you've given us. You awakened us today. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's reason for us to rejoice and be glad. Thank you that we've already had the opportunity, accompanied by amazing instrumentalists and vocalists, to praise you and to sing from our hearts your goodness. Yes, we can sing in the midst of a tragic ongoing pandemic. Yes, 
we can praise you in uncertain times. Yes, at all time, all the day, more and more, continually. Help us, Lord. Help us all to be a praise warrior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.